Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Daughter Dears podcast. I'm Simone Canego. And I'm Olivia Canego. And is- our... Mm, oh, you can do it. Well, you no, just said I was, I was reading. Oh, my God. Right. Okay, you go. Uh, today, we were talking about teamwork and how to work in teams. And this just came up in my head when we were discussing topics because... You know, I thought the teamwork went away in high school. It doesn't. You get to college, and then my college only does group projects for some reason, um, which has been terrible, but also enlightening. I've gained a lot of skills through that, and then I'm also working on another group project with other interns right now. Um, and I can tell you, I'm a, I'm a little bit frustrated with it. I we all have, I guess. Um, different understandings of the topic that we chose and just kind of like different standards for what a presentation would look like. Um, And I would say my standards tend to be pretty high because I've taken a lot of classes in like public communication um, as well as just like, you know, like how to do PowerPoint. That's actually one of the classes they offer at Fordham, um, which I think is helpful. So it's just some things right now I'm like, oh, do I say it? Do I not say it? Am I just being nitpicky? Like, I I have a hard time finding where the line is there. Well, I kind of think that if your name's going on it, you have to say it, right? I mean, it doesn't yeah. mean that they're going to change things, but it might be something that they didn't think about before. And yeah. it's, it's funny that you said the thing about how um, you thought that teamwork ended in in after high school. I, I mean, that's yeah. it's just the beginning of it. I mean, I think about your entire life. When you marry someone, that is also teamwork. Everything you do in life is teamwork. Um, but specifically working on a team to finish a project, that is one of the most difficult things I think you do throughout school and then when you get into your your job. Yeah, I mean, I think in some aspects it's like super helpful, but I, not to say like I'm this like strong independent person, like I'm independent in some aspects, but I definitely rely on a lot of people in my life. But sometimes especially with these group project situations, I just am like, I could do the whole thing better by myself. And that's a bad mindset to have. But also, I don't know if it's not true. Well, it's it's a hard thing because it is hard to delegate, especially when you know that you can do something quicker or better, mm-hmm. or you feel like you could, not necessarily you know you could. But I think the benefit of working in a team or on a team is that you can you do learn something different. Sometimes it's what not to do, but you definitely learn from the other people that you work with. And if you're constantly doing everything alone, first of all, there's not enough time in the day to get it all done. But so you kind of do have to rely on people. But yeah, so I mean, tell me what you're working on that, that you're worried that you're being too nitpicky if you make a comment. The, the freaking font isn't the same size. <laughs> it's just like stupid things like that. And I'm like, I just don't understand why it's like not a baseline standard for everybody. Like, you know, you're not supposed to put that many words on a PowerPoint unless you're submitting it for review rather than presenting it because everyone's just going to read. They're not going to pay attention to you. And it's like organizing it to look nice because honestly, like half of the business world is just making sure your presentables look nice because that's what I mean. Would they always tell us in business school that like um, the exec's only going to like read the first page and a half? So as long as the first page and a half is like perfect and looks nice, like that's what matters. Everything else just needs to not be bad. Okay. So I would say in this case, I would definitely make a comment about it because yeah, the font size should be 
the same throughout. Yeah. You know, unless you're emphasizing something, but yeah, it makes sense. And maybe they just haven't done it before. Maybe they just don't see it. Oh, I know. That's just what one of those things where I'm like, I would much rather um, just do it myself. But that's it's not what leaders do. And that's not what team members do. No, you, you have to learn how to split things up. You have to learn how to delegate. And it's not easy, but it's just kind of part of it. I, yeah. I think back to jobs that I've had in the past or volunteer roles that I've had in the past where I've had to delegate and share responsibilities. And sometimes you just want to pull your hair out because you're like, oh my gosh, how does this person not see this? Mm -hmm. And, but in the end, I think I did learn a lot about myself through those experiences because you can see how you can make yourself do better or stronger in those situations where you just, you know, you just want to do it all yourself. And then there's times where I remember when Jacob was in, was it middle school? I think middle school, he had a group project to do and he basically did the entire project yeah. himself. The kids did not, and not because he didn't want them to help. The kids were like, oh, you're much smarter than us. You just do it. And he was like, no, you're supposed to help. And they're like, no, you, you're, you're just going to do it. And oh he did the whole thing. And I'm sure like the, the, the background story is probably a little bit different than what I'm telling you, but he did the whole thing. And I actually reached out to the teacher and I said, I know it's not for me to get involved in this, but the other kids have refused to do it. And if he knew I was calling, he would probably kill me. If he listens to this, he'll probably be like, uh, you did what? <laughs> 20 years later. That's so funny. Right. And the teacher said to me that first she said to me, you know what, this is part of it. They have to figure out how to work together. And I said, well, it's great, except for when the people refuse to work at all, then what do you do? He's not going to turn in a zero. And so what she ended up doing is like, I, I'm sure she was like, oh my God, this mom is such a snitch. It's the only time I've ever done something like that. That's so funny. And she, Are you sure? Yes. Oh. Yes, I'm sure I kind of learned my lesson on that one, but she did actually, she, what she, what she ended up doing was she asked the other kids to give information about the project and they couldn't answer any of the questions. And so she knew that they didn't have anything to do with the project. And so she actually sent me an email saying, I appreciate you bringing this to my attention and, um, you know, there's definitely going to be a different grading scale for Jacob versus the other kids on this project. So I was like, okay, you know, hey, here you go. Yeah. That is also, I feel like a big problem. And I don't know if in the workplace is a huge problem, the idea of someone pulling their own weight. And I think like in a workplace setting, there's just more like of a risk because I don't know, even though my company is not like super competitive, it's still in like some aspect, like it is competitive and you want to get promoted and you want to keep your job and like people aren't going to not snitch on you. Like that's just kind of how I feel like the workplace works at least. Um, but school, like, hey, I they're not pulling their weight. You mean, or what? I, I just don't think that people will pick up slack for you. Like, unless it's like oh. necessary. Like if you're splitting a project, like if I am working with someone on a project and I'm not getting back to them, I'm not, they're, they're not getting back to me. They're not getting back to me. I'm going to go to my manager and be like, yo, yeah. what am I supposed to do here? And like in that situation, like you do immediately go to the higher up. I feel like in a group project, like the teachers always tell you to like, oh, figure it out. But yeah, I don't know. Work it, money, out, work it out. 
money for me is definitely more of like an on the line situation rather than like my GPA. Don't get me wrong. I still do all my group projects to most of the best of my ability. Sometimes I have like four and I just tell the guy, tell the people, I'm like, I'm sorry, this is the least important one. I'll put some attention in, but the other ones have to be focused on more. Um, but I don't know. That's hard on those people though. Uh, yeah, but I only do it in the really easy classes. Okay. Because there are definitely some classes where I, um, or easy for me. Well, yeah. Um, there are definitely some classes where I take more of like a leadership role. Um, just like engaging in class as well as participating more heavily in these group projects. But sometimes it's just like one slips out from under you and you're like, okay, I'll do my slide. I'm sorry for not doing the rest or like picking up the, the slack, I guess. So when you work with other people, do you find the personality thing a disconnect as well? Um, at first I did the, so Fordham has this very exciting project that they do your sophomore year of business school. And it essentially father Vin, so our Dean, he, I don't want to say he picks the most contrasting personalities and puts them in a group together, but he definitely stacks the groups based off of like, very like who's to succeed and on obviously people that are like high achieving they tend to have bigger personalities i would say than um i don't know like the rest of the people and so that first project that i did or the biggest project that i did at fordham all of our group members had like opposing very strong personalities and that took a while to work through but now since that i feel like i'm like i don't have to be friends with you i just need you to get your work done yeah i, I think you do go through a different kind of attitude with stuff. It's not like yeah. you're trying to be this person's best friend. You you need to divide and conquer based on what your skills are to be able to get the work done and get it done effectively. But I think a lot of people get in that power struggle where they don't get along with whether it's their manager or their partners in their group. And yeah. it becomes more of a power struggle instead of actually being about the actual project itself. And I think you see that a lot where people can't let go of that. And so they forget the whole purpose is to get the project done and not to not get along with each other. And I feel like that's just like a big thing in the workplace. I don't know. Power struggles are so legitimate. And I guess like I didn't realize they would be. But mm -hmm. people are really, really vying for those promotions. And like they don't they don't really care kind of what happens to everyone else. They kind of care what happens to them. Um not like in a bad way necessarily, but sometimes it can definitely be like in a bad way. I think it's really tough. I mean, you're right that there people are thinking about their career first. Mm -hmm. And but a lot of times, if you take a look at it by thinking of their career first, they should be looking at a project to say, how's the what's the best way we can accomplish this versus just thinking, OK, my my part is the most important, so I don't care about the rest. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I guess you're right. Like teamwork exists all throughout life. I mean, but that like goes back to, I would never, I don't like working with my friends on stuff because I feel like your friends are the hardest person to critique. Cause they, I don't know. I just like, I feel like things tend to fly when you're with your friends that you wouldn't normally let fly. Do you think you find that in your like marriage? I guess. I mean, not to say like you would be ever married to a stranger, but if you were doing the same things like handling finances 
um just all of like that stuff with a stranger do you think it'd be easier or more difficult Hmm. that's a really interesting question so my the way my personality works with uh your dad and handling the finances and stuff i find it easier for me to do it than to teach him how to do it so a lot of times i'll be like just give me that yeah (laughs) and i know that frustrates him because he wants to learn how to how to do these things but the problem is it takes me so much longer to teach him than it does for me to just do it and then i have to teach him again and it's not (laughs) about him it's just it's just that he does it doesn't do it all the time so it's but i would say that if i were working with someone that i didn't know well i definitely wouldn't have that kind of same approach yeah um but yeah, it is kind of weird how that works. And and yeah. we're just talking about financial stuff and, and that. Well, yeah, because I aspect. can't think of anything else that you would do with like, a, like parenting with a pure stranger would be really weird. <laughs> I'm sure it's like happened. I'm sure there, there are weird circumstances out there in the world of there, families. There's those reality TV shows where they. Oh, my God. I the, forgot about what's that. It called? Wife, Wife Swap. swap? Can you that imagine crazy having to, to do that? How was that show yeah. not all just swingers? Like, I never got that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's swingers. It's really about like they get paid to do it, whatever they um, but to imagine to go into someone else's house and then have to pretend to be their mother and wife, like not like they're not sexual. It's just yeah. like getting through the daily routine. And when your personality is don't align, like that's really difficult. Um, but but when you think about it, like everything you do is working on a team, just like everything you do is about leadership. So every part of your life, whether it's making a phone call or going to buy groceries or delivering something to someone, you know, it's all about working with being able to work with other people. And I think where we are in our country right now, it's very difficult to put differences aside to be able to move forward successfully on projects in general and life in general. I yeah I completely agree I was looking at um so like some stats on like team teamwork in the workplace so more than 50 percent of workers in the U.S. say their jobs are reliant on collaboration which makes sense I mean I don't know any job that you could do that you wouldn't have to collab with anybody but I think what I found most interesting is the remote versus in office situation that um a, I don't know who has collaborated virtually. That's that sucks. It really sucks. It's so much easier to just like go and ask someone rather than like waiting for their reply all day. But people that are remote, they're doing significantly less teamwork. Um, based off this, people in the office are collaborating in person and virtually at least fifty percent of their day and focusing, which I find is funny, forty percent of the day. But when you're remote full time, you're not collaborating in person at all, obviously, and then only um, focusing for like 65% of your day. So I don't know that I feel like, I don't know how that will end up in the future. If collaboration is such an important part of the workplace, how are we supposed to maintain that, especially with these remote and hybrid positions? I mean, you see them trying to do it when you're on Zoom and you're, you have like a fireball behind your head. I was I mean, just people thinking are not, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, like don't what know is where happening? it from. <laughs> is it my it's, window? Oh, well, I'll deal it's with fine. it. She, she looks like the sun. For those of you who don't and see I think it video, is the sun, by the way. She looks like the sun has literally entered her bedroom. <laughs> it's like half of the screen is the sun. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to New York right now. It's you're, whack. You're, 
you're collaborating with the sun, um, sharing space. Yeah, I, you know, I know people have tried to do things and, and continue to try to do things when on Zoom where they have the breakout rooms where you can then work in smaller groups and it it's not the same as yeah. being in person. The breakout rooms only work if you have someone that's like extroverted in the breakout room. Mm. Like I love to talk and honestly, I, yeah, I just love to talk. So when I go in breakout rooms, I'll always strike up a conversation, but I've been in some where I've just like been busy during that, doing something else, not necessarily focusing my full attention. And it's just silent. Like it yeah. is nothing gets done. Well, you kind of need a team leader in all aspects of teamwork, right? You need yeah, a person sure. to be able to move forward the conversation or move forward the project. And typically there is a team leader when yeah. you do in, in work situations. There's a team leader when, when a group is assigned a project because otherwise you're going to just go in circles. But you don't do that in the projects at school? You guys don't pick a team leader? Depends on the project. Um. Yeah, it depends on the class, depends on the project. Sometimes, um, yeah, in my big one, I just kind of fell into it. I would did not want to do it, but no one else was stepping up. So I was like, oh, yeah. well, <sighs> I guess okay. I'll do the it. The big mouth is going to do it. The yeah, big mouth like is you guys are it. making the wrong choice here, but okay. Kidding. Wow, you're, come on, you're the Oh, I know. I'm just like more of a hard ass than other people, I would say. I'm like, why the hell didn't you get this done? <laughs> like, I don't know. Do you, have you worked on projects with people where um, they kind of overstep things and like I'm thinking about my past experiences where people will send out emails on my behalf without my permission or make changes to my parts of things without my permission. Have you had to deal with that at all? No, because that's really, a really hard honestly. one. Okay. Um, to some extent, like editing my work and we got into like a hissy fit over that, but like not to the extent of like sending out emails on my behalf. And not like actually correcting stuff, I guess, just more of editing. Uh, yeah, when you see when you see other people's work, like if you're working on a project together and you're you're each doing different slides for it or whatever, and you see that things don't flow on theirs, do you say anything or you just let it like, be? It's so hard for me not to say something mm. because. I don't know, like literally part of our project grades in school, and I don't know, uh, the workplace is probably different, is based off of presentation. And that's like not what's in it. It's how you go up there and what the slides look like. And if it doesn't flow, it doesn't flow. There's been my really hard classes. I'm like, no, like there is a format. We are following the format. And usually um, someone will like make like a present. I'm not like the best with doing the cool presentations or whatever. So someone will do that and everyone follow the format. I find the business kids do that. But in my non-business classes, I I kind of do take a step back and I'm just like, it's fine, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just thinking to your younger siblings and their, some of their, their school projects. And oh, they're each doing like different slides and you can see there is a huge discrepancy in the quality of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, do you want to ask them if you can fix their slide? <laughs> and they're like, no, that's their work. I'm like, well, does the teacher know that that's their work? Yeah. That's, that's kind the of hard part, right? The hard part. And like, because if they don't, well, most of the time I would say they don't. 
there's no way for them to unless you guys are like individually reporting it rather i've had some projects like that like what part what part did you work on what part did mm-hmm. you work on it's like okay yeah which That's kind weird. of defeats the purpose of the whole teamwork, yeah the whole right? purpose of teamwork because you're all just splitting up the project in different sections it just makes it more efficient to do that way but it doesn't like add that team aspect oh the quality thing i think is the hardest because the like the slide formatting whatever the presentation abilities everyone's everyone has different strengths and weaknesses maybe yours isn't public speaking but quality is incredibly frustrating because you don't want to have to go in and spend time fixing like essentially improving upon someone's work when you already had to do that for your own you know i think to your your dad's office and to other other offices and this is obviously bigger than just like a team project this is yeah. like your daily routine of working with people and you see how difficult difficult it is to collaborate in some situations and everyone has different ideas of what they want done and i think it it makes it really hard to when you have an idea in your head and the other partners or the other people don't agree with you and then you kind of get hyper focused on well no this is what i want to do i've yeah. seen that a lot in in people's practices where they they want to make all these changes and then nobody wants to go along with them. And it just makes it so difficult for the entire group. And it's understanding that there is a give and take with, and it's collaboration hundred yeah. percent of the time, unless you're completely on your own. And even then, I mean, you still have people that you work for and work with, but you know, if you're, if you're in any kind of law practice or, medical practice or whatever, even working, you know, your team of teachers, you know, all of those yeah. things, how it's, that's why I said that it never goes away. It's in every aspect of your life. Yeah. And I mean, taking that into account, I think people should just be more considerate of others then. I I don't, I mean, I don't know how to say that in a better way, I guess, but I'm in just all situations unfortunately there's someone not going to be doing like what you are doing or to the max that you are doing and you have to okay be like well are they doing it on purpose is it because they don't want to put their full effort in or is it because they can't or just don't know how to well do you think the most important thing though is open communication so i see this a lot too is that when you don't when you hold something back when you're not willing to say have you thought about this? And you can say it in a way that won't be offensive to the person doing the work. Yeah. Where, you know, I saw this presentation and I thought this was a really cool thing that I saw. Do you think we can incorporate that into ours? Mm-hmm. Something like that, where I've seen and other people be like, um, your page isn't really up to the same quality as mine. So could you fix it? Which one are you going to respond positively to? Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's also part of it. It's like people need to get better at giving criticism. No Receiving one criticism? Receive, well, you give it in the first place. Yes. Like, learn how to give it where a way that people are actually going to use it. If you're just saying you're, my work shit, well, what about it is shit? Yeah. That's like, why they call it constructive criticism. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then uh, on the receiving end, people are like, well, it's just constructive criticism. Like, who cares what they think? It's my project or it's my slide. It's, I feel like I go in circles with these projects. Like, I feel like I go in circles with a lot of team, team work and collaboration. Well, I, 
I always like to say that it's not always what you say, but it's how you say it. So yeah. you can come up with an, a, a way to communicate. And this is actually something that they should teach people. Like it mm -hmm. should be a direct teaching of how to work with others, not just say, oh, okay, we're doing a team project and you're doing this and he's doing this and she's doing that. Well, okay, tell us how to work as a team, right? Yeah. There are steps for that where you can teach people the importance of collaboration and when an issue arises, how you can communicate so that you can make it to the next level instead of then hating the people on your team or in your group. But we don't seem to really do that. I mean, do you, have you had like any kind of like, well, I have work as a team. You have? Okay. Yeah, I have from, from, but it was because this, this is like one of the selling points of Gabelli in my degree is that like, yeah, it teaches you real business skills, but it also teaches you how to collaborate with people, how to do the public speaking, how to do just like the basic skills that you might not get in uh, college, but you need in the real world. Um, I saw something that was really, I forget where I actually saw it, but um, the importance of knowing your strengths. And I feel like a lot mm. of people go into teamwork without knowing their strengths. Uh, and honestly, I don't know if I could name my strengths off the top of my head, public speaking, maybe depending on yeah but um through that like we're able to you're able to split out work more evenly but with it without people knowing like what they're good at and what they're not good at to like an actual science I mean you can say you're good at something but like are you actually good on it right. uh, like there's there's I feel like there's no effective way to really or that is the most effective way to get it done by knowing your strengths and weaknesses and that was part of the course we had to do was not only did we have to do an evaluation on ourselves our team members did evaluations on us and then people outside of our team family members friends peers they also did an evaluation on us so we could see like truly what our strengths were and what our weaknesses across the board not just what we think they are did you feel like that was helpful like did they were people honest i guess that's the question um some treated yeah. it like a joke yeah and also just like being on the spot and just in general like when you do these surveys i feel like a lot of people don't they kind of just say what the first word that pops into their head which is kind of what they mean but also that first word just might be any random word you attribute it to the question rather than attribute it to the person so you're like oh they're kind but it is like just because they're kind, is that one of their strengths? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's that whole strength finder. It's like a program where there's a book, I think, too. And there's a program where you kind of go through. And I mean, there's all kinds of programs yeah. out there that you can do the, these and tests to see what your strengths and your weaknesses are. I don't know how, like, some of them are probably productive, but they do one in my office. I haven't done it yet, but they they put you in like birds. Like there are four kind of birds. And based off the test, you're one of type of bird. Hmm. that's just like what kind of bird are you i didn't do it yet that. but i think mine i think i said i was a dove because they really closely aligned to the harry potter houses i'm not gonna <laughs> lie so i was like ah, it's hufflepuff dove same thing essentially but it's like things like that they're really like putting you in a box there and they're like yeah yeah you must be good at all these things and your weaknesses must be all of that and like to the extent i've never like taken one of those personality tests and be like oh that's me yeah, I agree. I haven't done that either. I, you know, it's it's just like what you said, like putting people in a box, a thinking about when you are gift, when the, the, the label of being gifted, right? Mm. That the assumption is that you're good at everything then. And that's not how being gifted works. No. It's there's certain things that are your strengths and super strengths and su certain things that are your weaknesses. And, but 
there's this assumption that you're if you're, you're good at all yeah. if you're good at this thing you're good at all these things it's such and... a weird thing that idea too of being gifted because it's like i went to theater camp i've met kids that are incredibly gifted at their music talents and their acting abilities they have no school smarts yeah and, and they'd be label gifted mm. It's well, it's yeah, why not? I mean, I mean, think about like the artists out there that are just so talented. Um, You know, Leia's husband, Igor, and the way he can listen to and I don't know about his school smarts. I have no idea. But in terms of his ability to create music like nobody's business, I mean, you can use three, you you go to the piano, you push three notes and three keys and then he can create a whole song out of it. And that is incredibly gifted. It's just a different kind. And that's why I think a lot of times people have this assumption that if you're, and I know we're getting off topic because I always do this, but you're gifted that you're really good at everything. And yeah. if you're gifted, you could be gifted, a gifted writer, but suck at math. That doesn't suck make at you math. any well, less intelligent. Yeah. That always sucked growing up because I'm good at reading and like logical thinking I guess and writing and I'm not good at math the numbers I just I don't I don't like it 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 doesn't get me but then I'd always be mad at myself because it's like well I'm so good at this why am I not good at math and yeah it's just kind of the pressure to be good at everything rather than focusing on that one thing and the whole idea of like we don't even have renaissance men in society anymore but like why is that concept still exist no one is out there anymore like the philosophers were doing everything like they weren't just doing philosophy. They were doing science. They were doing math. They were doing art. They were doing music. We don't have that anymore. And to an extent, I think that's a good thing. Like people should be able to specialize in what they're good at. Now we're seriously yeah. off topic. I know that makes a balanced world, but okay. So going back to, you know, teamwork. I mean, do you have any funny stories of working with people? I mean, you're I young. So. To say it. Mm. You can change names and dates. Oh, I just, <laughs> yeah. In one of my projects, a it's not really funny. Well, it ended up being funny. We had already gone off to like not a great start and I had beef with someone, but we resolved it because I was like, I don't got, you just have to. And we actually became very good friends, but there was another group member of ours who when pointed out that he'd been dropping some stuff not doing his best work like it affects all of our grades essentially like accused all of us of being racist and xenophobic and anti-immigrant and like how dare you like i worked so hard to come to this country blah 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 and in actual like it was it was none of that and actually like my group was a very he was not the only immigrant in the group which i find found rather funny um, and he was not the only person of color in the group either. So it was just, I don't know, I guess a defense mechanism. Honestly, that part's not really that funny. But the funny part is that when he didn't show up for one of the presentation days, he emails our professor saying that he had gotten robbed. He hadn't gotten robbed. He was he said that he was robbed and attacked on the street by two black men. He was not, yeah, he showed up the next day to another class completely fine. So I actually don't find it funny at all. I find it kind of sad. Yeah, it was sad. But looking back, I'm like, it's funny in a crazy way. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, to to be able to make that kind of shit up to not not show up for a project. Don't worry. Like, I get like not being able to just say family emergency. When you say family emergency, (laughs) no one questions it. Okay. They don't look into it. 
Yeah, you're you're true. The, the the more vague you are, the better you. The better. You're, Don't better be specific. Don't be specific. <laughs> that is wrong. Yeah, I was trying to think of like for me. I mean, everybody knows this story based on my book. Not everybody, but the story of you know being really frustrated. I was working on a team, and I was really frustrated by something that was happening. Again, emails were going out with my name on it without me agreeing to it or approving it. And all of a sudden I'm getting like email after email and I'm like, I would have never said it like that. I have no idea why this is happening. And we get on this group call and the person who had sent them off was like, you seem really upset right now. And I said, well, I am. This is, if we work as a team, it's it's called collaboration. Yeah. We talk to each other. We we don't just make assumptions that this is okay to do. And so, you know, and I was really upset at one point in the conversation and um, the person said, uh, you seem really upset. Why don't you go make yourself a sandwich? And I was like, that's such I a bad really, one to this day. Like, oh, I that happened to this day. I know. And I was like, I just want to hang up the call right now. But I knew that was not the right thing to do. I knew that yeah. I had to keep going in this conversation because, again, that more angry I became, the less effective I was. Right. So, yeah. and, and that's definitely a hard part is that, like, ang honestly, when people get like angry and raged, it, kind of makes them seem like a joke unfortunately yes and i i have seen that many times where it's like first of all why are you so upset about this now yeah. in my case i felt i felt like it was valid reason to be upset again uh -huh. I, i'm very particular if my name is going to be on something i want to have i want to approve it especially when it comes to words that are coming out of my mouth mm -hmm. and like to have like to be dismissed like that why don't you go make yourself a sandwich and i was like okay, no, I'm not going to go make myself a sandwich. And, and I, I was like texting one of the other people on the call saying, I, that did just really happen, didn't it? And they're like, yes, that did happen. <laughs> and so finally, I just said, if we're going to continue to work together, we have to have open communication and you have to respect me. I respect you. So I deserve the same. And yeah. You know, it worked out really well from then on. We worked great as a team, it's, but it was just hard that... to get to that point where yeah. like or get past the initial anger and just like of being disrespected to be like, hey, like we have to work together. We have to be respectful rather than just being like, what the fuck? Like, why would you say that? Why are you doing all these things? Because there is a there is a right way to say things. And unfortunately, it's just not the easiest. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's kind of, I don't want to say an extreme example of, of things, but one of those times where you're like, okay, take that, take the high road, whatever I mean, you consider that, that to be in a workplace setting. Like that would be like a major HR violation. And you know, it does, you know, yeah. it happens all the time. Oh right? yeah. But a lot of people, 100%. especially, and I'm going to overgeneralize here, but I think a lot of times women um, will, will struggle to be able to have a response to something like that because they feel whether they're new to the job or they don't they're not at the same you know manager yeah. level or whatever it is and so then they just keep quiet and then that anger starts to build and and you can see why things just can go off the deep end when 100 percent and I that's mean, why I, I truly believe in everything that 
the open communication. Same thing in a marriage that you when like yeah when you're talking I'm, about working together i mean there's no more there th that is honestly probably the most difficult role to work together in is husband and wife or wife and wife husband and husband whatever I it's mean, yeah. it's be, being able to understand again understand your strengths and weaknesses being able to learn how to collaborate and learning how to take a step back and i'm still trying on certain things like i said like if I have to teach something, I'm like, I could just do it faster myself, but I'm really trying to not be that way because, you know, he wants to know these things, teach the man. Right. And yeah. And I say the same thing to him that he, you know, show me how to do this or whatever, you know, whatever we're talking about in the moment, but it's not like all him or all me, if we're not in this and we've been married for 30 years. I mean, there's a reason why we've been able to stay married is because, you know, when one person is I saw this the other day, actually. So people say, you know, it's a 50 50 thing. It's it's not a 50 50 thing. Sometimes you're 100 percent and the other person's zero at the moment because they mm -hmm. just can't they they don't have the bandwidth to get it done. So I think when you're talking about marriage and ones that don't last, it's because the person isn't willing to see past the moment of the other person's weakness where they need you to step up full force um, instead yeah. of just saying, oh, no, it should always be 50 50, um, you know, and yeah, most of the time it is 50 50 in our relationship. But there's times where I have to do more things involved with family life and times where he does. So yeah. actually, this was a really funny story. So uh, on Saturday, I went to an event up in Tampa and I have we have a, a we have a collaboration calendar so he can see where I am at. He, I can see where he's like, As you not like to see, but like just being able to know, okay, here's my day. So when he's coming home and he's calling me at six o'clock and I'm on a podcast, he already knows where I'm going to be. So not in a creepy stalking kind of way, but in no, a, it's, it's just a, like a so respectful kind of way. Both of, yeah, it just makes yeah. sense. So on my calendar, um, the event was called bobbles and bubbles and and I wrote the person I was going with her name was Gretchen and so bobbles and bubbles with Gretchen and um so Millie says do you so where's mom and he's like well she's with Gretchen and Millie's like well who's Gretchen he's like I have no idea and Millie's like so where is she and she's like well bobbles and bubbles and Millie's like what does that even mean and Rob's like I have no idea what that means and she's like do you even know where she is she's like he and he said well maybe maybe tampa i have no he's like so basically you're being a disney dad right now you have no idea like when we talk about like the sh the, the tv shows that. where yeah. you you know the dad is completely clueless about what's happening so she was like you're being a disney dad right now um so the collaboration calendar so works really well except for it you know it's not my location <laughs> yeah so he just knows that you're busy who knows yeah. are there and whatever yeah but i see a lot of um reddit posts that are like am i the asshole and a lot of it so one of the mantras i live my life by now is i never want to end up on that post like i've never want to end up on that subreddit mm. where someone is like like so i live it like is this thing gonna make me the asshole or is it not like yeah i know it's but it, it's a weird way of explaining it but like yeah it just makes sure i'm like not being the dick um and a lot of the times with every marriage one it's just like yeah a lot of it's cheating okay that's awful but with the open communication like did you talk to your partner about this before you made this decision oh you didn't oh well that kind of makes sense like while wow, they're upset 
Yeah. And I think people forget that, that again, it's all about working with each other. Yeah. And for your dad and I, we, it's not like we ever really say no to each other. It's kind of like the, if I have something that I really want to do, he always supports it. And I hope that I do the same. I feel like I do, but it's not like asking for permission to do something. It is more of the, Hey, it looks like on your calendar, you're free this day. And I want to go here. Are you cool with that? And yeah. it's not, you know, it's more of like making sure that we're not overloading each other with extra things to do and, but not getting like permission, like, oh, I get to go out with my girlfriends tonight because Rob said, yes, no, it's not like that at all. But for some people it is like that. Right. Yeah. So it's a different kind of, you know, that wouldn't be a relationship I would want to be in, but for some people that works for them. So yeah. more power to them. But, and with your children as well, it's, it's collaboration. It's really. Yeah. Because if it is a situation where it is like a power control, it's not going to be a healthy parenting relationship. And yeah, like the parents should always have the power, but if there's no sense of collaboration, the kid is just like, not no offense, just not going to like the parent. Yeah. And people always ask us that, like how, why we have such a good relationship. And I feel like I have a great relationship with all of my children, just more so probably with the girls because they talk more. Yeah. <laughs> and, I know that's, yeah. And Olivia talks the most. That's why we have the show. So, uh, but it, it's always about communication. And I think that I'll, I'll say that until I'm red in the face, that that's really, for me, one of the most important things about being able to work in a group, in a team, wherever you are, is being able to communicate. And I've had people say to me, oh, I can't believe that your kids will tell you these things. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't they? You know, I can't yeah. believe your kids don't tell you these things. And just because you know that I'm never judging. I mean, sometimes I am when you do really ridiculous things. I do judge and, and, and make fun of you. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, and you do the same to me, trust me. But I think that it it really is about supporting you where you're at and knowing that you always have that safe space. Obviously, that's yeah. different when when you're talking about working in, you know, teams for for your job or for your school, but still the same thing. It goes back to open communication. And when mm -hmm. you don't like something, I would say based don't on our conversation today, yeah, you go and say, "Hey, you know, have you thought about this or could we consider this, you know, make it about us and not just about them doing something yeah. wrong, making about how we can do it better. And I think that really will help. That's yeah. my advice for the day. That's all you got. I didn't sleep last night. I can so, read you know. my calendar now that I finally have it. Oh yeah. Give us your, give, give us your calendar tip for I the know. day. When we understand what we are genuinely willing to do, we take back control over the subconscious thoughts and feelings that are previously direct that previously directed our behavior away from where we truly wanted to go. Huh. Okay. So that actually fits quite well into this when you think I about know, it. They kind of read it. Like yeah. <laughs> we don't plan it around this, but yeah. No, I, mean, actually, when you... I haven't even I just tore it off like five minutes or before the podcast started. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you think about that, like read the last piece of it again where you're Previously, direct, our, previously directed our behavior away from where we truly wanted to go. So when we understand what we are willing to do rather than taking off everything, we're able to take back control over the thoughts and feelings that directed our, feel, uh, directed our behavior away from where we wanted to go. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to end this And that when you think about the group that you're working with, you can get so caught up in the minutia and the negative aspect and, and the 
complaining about things and what's the end result you want? The end result you want is to be able to turn in a really great project. And the way to get there is through collaboration and communication. Okay. Yeah, I completely agree. There we go. Okay. So thanks so much for joining us on today's episode. We will, we're going to take a week's break because um, I'm going to Sweden. She is not, she has to work, but I'm going to Sweden. And uh, so we'll catch up with you next time. Bye -bye. Have a great, have a great 10 days until I get back. Bye everyone. <laughs>